Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Retro Ad Review. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Um, so... It is the spooky season. <laughs> um, it is it is a scary time. It is a scary time for many reasons. Um, so it's around Halloween, and this is one of my favorite times of year because um, it's close to my birthday. So it always felt like everyone was kind of celebrating my birthday with me, except they weren't. They were celebrating Halloween with a bunch of crazy costumes with ghouls. <laughs> um, it just was nice because it felt like every year I was going to get candy, Lunch. and then just after candy or just before candy, I was going to get like a, you know, a cake and presents. So it was like cake, presents, and a crap ton of candy. So I really liked, (laughs) I really like October and Halloween. Ice cream, cake, and... Carvel. uh, What did you get for your birthdays? For my birthdays, um, I got Carvel cake because we're from the East Coast, and that's what you eat in the East Coast. Um, Is that all over? I don't think Carvel's all over. I think it's like from Connecticut or some crap. So it's much more of an East Coast thing. At least this oh, is my wow. understanding. Um, maybe I made it up. I don't I'll, let, I'll let somebody else fact check me. Anyway. And then I would just get, you know, toys. So I'd get Legos and video games. And remember Ginger? Oh, yeah, Ginger the <laughs> Barbie dog. That's the only I, Barbie thing I you really want. love Ginger. Uh, you found her, right? Really recently? Yeah. I yeah. put batteries in her, double in, and she's like, um, just so you lost like, the skin, so I had like poodle legs. I feel like, <laughs> uh, um, I feel like we've discussed Ginger before, but just to explain to everyone, Ginger was a dog that Barbie owned. Ginger, and it was huge, like it was a mechanical dog. So basically, you like clicked something on and it would walk. Um, but the problem with it is that it was, um massive like it was a massive dog like if it was in terms like barbie's already huge as it is like isn't barbie supposed to be like six foot three or something um i think if you did her proper proportions i don't know she's probably like five ten anyway barbie's quite tall and she had a dog that essentially was like a saint bernard or like some sort of mastiff like that's how big this dog was but it was meant to be like a golden retriever yeah. anyway that's what halloween oh, in celebration of your unbirthdays um, what do we got now Exactly. Um, so in the run-up to Halloween, we're going to do another Halloween-themed episode. I think we've done one once before, and seeing as commercials never end, and there's just a steady flow of them, we have more Halloween-themed commercials for you to consume. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Yeah. With that in mind, we're going to kick off with the first one. It was late one night in the castle of the Chicken McNuggets. What are you making? Sauce. We're using my mummy's recipe. Mummy? Oh, oh. This better be good. It'll be great. Hmm, does your daddy have a recipe? (laughs) Now you can get McDonald's Happy Meal Pails for... Halloween! There's a pumpkin pail, a witch, (gasps) and a ghost. (gasps) That glows in the dark. You can get a different one each week until... Halloween! Ooh! 
that commercial made me really happy because I think we already played this. So before we, before we record this, we actually watched them. Um, and for some reason it just didn't clock this, but like the glow in the dark, um, we had these pails then. Yeah. These are, this is the version we had. Uh, we had the, the pumpkin one. The pumpkin one. I don't know, but I recall, unless somebody else had it, but the ghost I one. I think the teachers at school had, like... The teachers? Know. The teachers had Halloween things? I thought that wasn't... No, I think, uh, I think one of the kids brought it. Oh, okay. Something. Yeah, because it wasn't allowed in school. Like, So we went to a very evangelical school that didn't believe in Halloween anyway. <laughs> um so just to briefly walk you through the commercial it's the chicken mcnuggets so like they live in a haunted castle um mcdonald ronald ronald mcdonald is visiting them and ronald it just shows- mcdonald as played by one of the more famous actors who played ronald i think i'm pretty sure this squire Friedel, who was also in um mac and me <gasps> wait like who did he play ronald in oh in mac and sorry i thought he played like one of the aliens um this creepy dad alien <laughs> oh, oh it's disgusting let's cut in a bit of mac and me in this you okay he's gone what it's about more than friendship it's about adventure mac and me no, um, it's pretty. It's fright. It's frightening for Halloween. Right. It's 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 a ter- terrible and terrifying film at the same time. So anyway, in the commercial, um, the Nuggets are just doing various kind of like fun things. They're doing experiments. One ends up with like the hairstyle of the Bride of Frankenstein. They're just goofy little Nuggets. Like they were like key characters in all of them in all of the McDonald's commercials, weren't they? And they were like puppets, weren't they? I really like them. They're uh, dressed up like the classic monsters, like uh, Boris Karloff, Frankenstein, and the Bride. Mad scientists. The Mummy, and uh, Dracula. Dracula. One of them has a hair. Dracula. So you know the one, so there's Uh, one uh, mummy uh, who uh, ends up with like a burst of smoke, and she ends up with the Bride of Frankenstein hair. She looks like she has like Leia's weird little buns. She looks like she's wearing like orange pigtails. Orange pigtails until she looks into the. No, I think she has like this is what I'm talking about. It looks like she has Princess Leia ones. I thought she had, it just looks like orange pigtails, but so close to the head it looks like. Buns. Well, everyone, if you type in McDonald's Chicken McNuggets Halloween commercial, um, you'll find on YouTube the commercial we're talking about. I'm gonna oh, give tips funny. on how to find these commercials. Anyway, the end of the commercial is basically just an ad for the buckets. Now, this is the most exciting thing out of everything for a kid. Um, they didn't have anything that came with them, didn't they? Yeah, it was just a container. <laughs> when it glows in the dark. Okay, it was amazing. So, like the commercial says, there was a pumpkin, there was a witch, and then there was a ghost one. I think this commercial is from 1989. Yeah. So just to give a brief history, I think these were very important. These kind of like signaled Halloween as well to kids, because like if you grew up in the 80s, you probably a bit in the 70s. But like if you grew up in the 70s, 80s, 90s, like um, I think McDonald's had like a stronghold on your youth. 
because I think once you got into the 2000s and stuff, we started getting we started getting a bit more health conscious. So there was less of the stuff that kind of. And I don't think the the company advertised it too much either. No, they didn't. But like what I mean, just in general about McDonald's and being a child during that oh, kind yeah. of you know long decade span you you can't say earlier because earlier than that you know it was still kind of a fast food diner kind of joint it it became its behemoth of a self in the i would say late 70s and then the 80s and then the 90s and of course it's you know mcdonald there's even a term for the mcdonaldization of of things um so it's its own like verb uh but uh or noun anyway um during this period, like when McDonald's had its like Halloween stuff, you would be excited. Like, cause uh, apart from me having my birthday close to Halloween, the other part was Halloween being, you know, this is when you dress up and get candy. Like that was <laughs> amazing. Like candy for doing nothing. Like you don't do anything. You just get candy, walk around, yes. wear a dumb hat and people go, here's some candy for you. Um, so, you know, McDonald's being, the you know uh, kind of hallmark of what childhood bad food consumption is decided to get in on it so those buckets were brought in in 1986 i think yeah so the first pails were in 1986 and so they had mcboo mc and mcgoblin and they were all pumpkins like they were all orange um pumpkin McPunkin kind of sounds like a an Irish name. McPunkin. Well, they're all muck, mac, muck. I don't know how to pronounce it. Apparently, what does that prefix mean? Does it mean of or something, or is that o? O is of, right? O is okay. of. Muck is. I literally have no idea. I should probably ask somebody about that. If anybody's Irish that's listening to this, let us know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you have McBoo, McPunk, McGoblin, um. And they were all standardized kind of, not standardized, but they were all pumpkins and they had different faces on them. And that's what made them kind of fun because it was part of that whole collect them all type of thing. So you wanted (laughs) to get a few of them. Um, And they were really cool. And the whole point of them is they didn't come with anything. You would just use them as your buckets when you were collecting candy from your neighbors. Um, That's a genius thing to do. Yeah, and then you would pour all the candy out and you'd try to get the Snickers and you get rid of those stupid little strawberry sweet things and Werther's and try to eat all the good stuff. Welch's and the generic... God, anybody that gave you hard candy sucked. I know they always talk about... Did we ever experience this? Because I don't really remember it, but like, you know, oh, people giving you raisins. I don't remember that, but... I don't remember that at all either. Yeah, I I think we were lucky. I think we got good stuff, except for those dumb hard candies. Well, bad stuff, but it was good. But anyway, um, so that was quite popular and, you know, it happened again in the next year. And then they did um, a remodel in 1989 and that's the version from the commercial that we just played. So that's the one that has the witch, the boo guy and the pumpkin one. Um, and they glow in the dark, which is really cool. So it has a whole didn't other we, level to it. Didn't we have the witch hat? I mean, the witch too. I think I I remember spinning my finger in that stupid hat thing all the time, the lid. So we have bad memories. So I feel like we probably had one of these. Um, In the 90s, they made these over again. And um, I think it was 90... uh, A little more ornate. 
the hair and hands and stuff. I think in 1992, they also, yeah, they had hands and stuff. So I'm looking at a picture of the three that they have. And again, it's the witch. The, I want to keep saying boo, like this is Mario or something. Um, the ghost and then the pumpkin. I think we had this version or we at least dealt with this version because what they did is that they had lids, but the lids had like removable tops that were cookie cutters. I don't remember that. So I, think I just remember the purpose. The do you know the, the, the green thing? That's the thing that I recall. Um, I don't recall it at all. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so they continued doing this for most of the 90s. Um, it got a little bit silly. But around 1999, they made them the pails, but it didn't have the faces anymore. It didn't have much personality. It just kind of showed. Oh, they I were just, vaguely remember those. They're just like they lost their lids in like 2001 and they're the tops of them um, were just kind of, it would just look like a bucket. Just look, it just was a bucket with drawings of what's his face on it. Like the Halloween ones always sold something different. Like remember the, the audio cassettes and that stupid grimace song. Yeah. I like to scare myself. I like to scare myself. Um, We didn't have that, right? No, we didn't. But in the late nineties, they also had those VHSs, the, what design was that? What? What do you mean? The late 90s had those VHSs. That was the cartoon. Of- oh, it was very much like the wild thornberries kind of. Yeah, that kind of look. Gross look. Who did those? Oh, I forgot his name. I don't know either. But um, I think we discussed this in our one where we had the me, me. What's the guy that eats things? Oh, that- the green flying thing i don't remember his name i don't remember his name it was something weird anyway just to cap off on this last bit the last buckets were produced in 2016 so they haven't done any buckets since then which is a bit of a shame because that was kind of a big deal but maybe they just wanted it maybe it just wasn't selling as well as it used to and what's the point in producing a whole new line that costs money when you know kids don't like buckets anymore and just so everyone knows, we got our information from Dread Central, who did a nice little brief history of this, um, which is quite cool. It has um, scary stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway. And this stuff, too. I think that's enough of the buckets. Um, shall we just move on to the next one? Sure. All right. All right. So this next one is, is just is delightful, I guess. It's good. Time to go down to the basement for some more hauntingly delicious Count Chocula cereal. Don't look in the basement. Those eyes are looking at me. Hmm, think I'll get some fruity Frankenberry from the cupboard. Don't look in the cupboard. Oh, oh, those eyes, they move. Now the spooky delicious part of your complete breakfast is even spookier. Chocula's eyes really move. So did Frankenberry's. He is looking at you, kids. Um, like the Peter Laurie Igor voice. One hey, comment. Very scary. The one comment that I have about this commercial in particular is that at the end, so this commercial is from 1989, but at the end of it, it shows two kids, and they don't look like they're from 1989. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. That kid's hair is, looks they like. They just look like they're. That kid's hair doesn't look 89. That kid's hair looks like 94. I don't know. Maybe they were testing something out. Anyway, this commercial is very simple. It just shows um, Count Chocula 
going down the steps and then it has some creepy Getting words that say don't look in the basement and then it's just full of count chocula cereal a similar thing happens to frankenberry who opens up his cupboard and it's like don't look in the cupboard and it's full of his cereal um and then it just ends with some kids eating cereal that what thing? looks like a spooky house but um, the, the big giant letters that pop in is that like from trailers back in like the 50s like it does kind of feel like that like like a giant ant attacks um (laughs) yeah it looks like the kind of thing related to like creature features back in the day so like it will scare you it will spine tingling that kind of stuff so yeah i think it is very much like that That like like you said like count chocula the 40s and 30s and stuff yeah and count chocula's voice is like bella lugosi uh frankenberry is boris karloff and the announcer Um, is peter laurie igor yeah so like all of these things really harken back to those proper monsters from the 30s like the universal monsters that we see did they ever have a i feel like we forgot from the black lagoon version of this no they didn't um what did it be he always gets forgotten that poor fella but he is pretty creepy in comparison to these others like he's not great it tastes like fish (laughs) so at the end of the commercial um the boxes of the cereal move their eyes which freaks the kids out and they do some like claymation bug-eyed crap which is always a bit terrifying and then they're just kind of shocked by the the cereal which is cool i guess (laughs) cartoon version pops um right do you remember these i remember when they did have those eyes but it didn't it had that like reflective oh tape kind of thing that God, I love went back and forth and you saw the eyes watching you. It's like the yeah. Molly, except Count Chocula. I love Count Chocula. That one used to be our sister's favorite cereal. I, okay. I really like Count Chocula because I really like like fake and marshmallow. Fake marshmallows. What are they from? called? They have a, a special name. Charms, I don't know. I must look it up. It's like Malo, malt, mallows, mallows. Whatever, I'll figure it out and then I'll f- I'll look it up and then I'll I'll Just let you know. Um, it's good, but it's like what the heck? What's the name of this fella? Uh, Count Chocula basically <laughs> had like those mallow marshmallow thingies that are famous from Lucky Charms, but it was like chocolate, so it was just really nice. I'm not a big chocolate person myself, but. I don't know. It's just really tasty. Just to give some background. Like a, it was always like a chocolate version of Lucky Charms, which was always kind of gross. Uh, a scary version? Also from general Although leprechauns are kind of scary. So, um, Well, just to give a little background um, on these monster cereals is what the kind of group is called. Is it's They were launched in 1971, so they're fairly old, I guess, now. <laughs> um, so it was Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, and then the lesser known fruit brute and fruity yummy mummy. Um, so they all kind of existed in the seventies, but fruit brute was discontinued in eighty two and then replaced by fruity yummy mummy in eighty seven, oh, yeah. which was discontinued in ninety two. So those two you don't find all that often. However, you will likely find Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry more often. Um, in fact, in the, commercial, and in the commercial we just watched, it was just Count Chocula and Frankenberry. 
Kelchak and the Frankenberry are the ones that are always in. Yeah. And all of these are produced seasonally. So they're not, um, they're not to be found year round. People will only find them during August, September, October kind of period. So it's nice. I like that about them Blueberry. too. It's kind of a specialness to them. Blueberry, I always, he's like a ghost, but he looks like a, the ghost of Huckleberry Hound. And a hound dog, howdy to you. <laughs> right? I guess. I don't know. Isn't, he doesn't look like a dog to me. No, but he has the, the yellow hat. straw hat and the bow. It's like okay, just a little bit. Pretty. All right, I'll give you that. He kind of does look like that. Um, although, so just kind of getting into some of it, although some of them you will find Count Chocula and Frankenberry um, and Booberry. Um, I think Booberry is probably less common. or I, I always found that one harder to find. I just um, remember the, the campaign to bring them back. Yeah, so that's another thing. In 2013, General Mills um, released all of the cereals. So Fruit Brute and Fruity Yummy Mummy, which never existed uh, or didn't exist for like, 30, 20 years um, were released with um, the other cereals receiving like kind of a new makeover because they weren't going to use those 70s one. Um, however, they also did in Target stores the kind of retro looking one. So yeah, Fruit Brute from 1971, you'd still be able to buy that as well as Fruity Yummy Mummy. Um, so that's kind of a nice thing. Um, I it, remember the I Mockery guys, they went on like the John Stewart the Daily Show with Jon Stewart to petition General Mills to bring back uh, Booberry. Because they still had Ooh. Count Chocula and Frankenberry. But they like really pushed to get Yeah, because Booberry kind of disappeared. Um, it, know, it, it was like a weird internet campaign. I was like, why did they do that? <laughs> that actually like came to fruition. Isn't it, is it Yummy Mummy or Fruit Brute that's in Quentin Tarantino films? I think it's... Probably Fruit Brute, because I don't remember Yummy Mummy Fruit Brute. Right, so like the biggest Easter eggs in Quentin Tarantino movies. I just typed it into Google just to have a look. Um, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. The Return of Mr. Pink. Monster Cereal. So um, fans of General Mills, Count Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry um, might not know the others. But you can see Fruit Brute in Reservoir Dogs. And what? he's he also a- eating Fruit Brute in Pulp Fiction. Did he eat it as a kid or something? Probably. Like, he's very much... Like, they came out in the 70s, and he's obsessed with the 70s, amongst other things. Um, but, yeah. Um, as for the commercial, I like it. I, of this commercial, so 1989, those are the, 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 the box yes. drawings that they have in this one are the ones that I recall most. Do you think they, some kids cut it out as a mask and then... Like you see, like the shipyard. Did they do that? Like I have some. I never do. I never did. I'm assuming millions of kids did, but. But you know how um, cereal boxes. I don't know if they still do this, but you know, you'd look in the back and it would say like "cut this" or "do this," and yeah, that's what I'm wondering because if you look at this particular uh, box type, it's just a very big image of their heads, so they are very cuttable. And it's cardboard. So, Frankenberry, what country was Frankenberry supposed to be from? Where is Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> Where's Frankenstein's I mean, like monster? Bavaria or something like that. All of these things are from like 
Oh, do you want to know a weird fun fact that I only found out very recently? Um, which makes me feel kind of stupid just because of so do you know do you know the nationality of the person who wrote Dracula? Mm, what no. the nationality is Irish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Stroker. I didn't know that. I feel really stupid. Yeah, like when that ninety two movie came out. Never saw it. Um, Gary Oldman feeding a baby to Keanu Reeves. Well, the only reason I think that's because Bram, but his name is Abraham. Bram makes me think like, oh, like oh, that's not a name. And the Irish always like cut short their words or something. Mac, oh, Bram, Abraham. But Bram and then Stoker is not a very typically Irish name. Um, and it takes place in like Transylvania. <laughs> uh, um, the, author, the author of Three Musketeers is black. Really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. I learned that in the Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> I knew that before, <laughs> but he mentioned it. Um, more you know. Um, but anyway, that's just a stupid fact about Count, Count Dracula. Um, I don't know where Frankenstein is from. I just assume he's like English or something. Um, he's sucking chocolate. Where is Frankenstein from? It's a good question. Oh, the character Victor Frankenstein was born in Italy with his Swiss family. Where is Frankenstein's monster from? Um, Yeah, so uh, Frankenstein is Italian (laughs) Um, with his Swiss family. So he's an Italian born... Okay, actually, Frankenstein's monster is probably Italian because he gathered up a bunch of bones and junk, right? Like people's body parts. Yeah. So it's probably a bunch of Italian body parts. Like it was probably a bunch of Italian body parts. So. (laughs) So yeah, that makes sense. I am by birth a Genovese. Um. Well, that kind of went into a weird direction. Yeah. So, um, we have gone through these. Now, let us go to the final countdown. Let's go to the final one. Um, this is from 1992, and it is a... I was going to say a classic toy, and it kind of is, but at the same time, it kind of isn't. It's not... Yeah. Got a, it's been around for a long time, but it's not one that had... A, like, it had to keep being rebooted. Anyway, whatever. I'm going to get into it. They're squirmy and wormy and purple and green. The grossest little creatures that you've ever seen. Creepy claws. Fill the monster mold with a colored plastic poop. And make a creepy claw from my yucky monster soup. Yucky, yucky, squirmy, wormy, very scary, sometimes hairy, squiggly, wiggly, creepy clawing. Creepy claws. Gross out your sister. Embarrass your dad. You can be a little creep without being bad. With I like that last one. It's an excellent commercial. So, um, brief overview of the commercial. It's just um, kids making creepy crawlers. So, putting the plastic kind of goo into the mold, what? putting what it into that? the boy version of an Easy Bake Oven, and then just playing various tricks on their friends and family. So, what? sticking what it on glasses. That? Was that plastic or was that some kind of gel? What? Yeah, it was like a plastic, it, it was a gel that kind of could harden, basically. So it was like a 
plastimold or something like that is what they called yeah. it. I can't remember. Anyway, the commercial just shows like two boys being really mischievous and doing stupid, like they pull stupid faces during the whole pranks. commercial. Yeah. And um, yeah, just doing pranks. So, you know, you get like what looks like a scorpion bug and then you put it on your dad's glasses or you put it in your mother's hair. Um, the best part though is when the song says, You can be a little creep without being bad. You can be a little creep without being bad. Um, and that's the kid's just a, face, he's holding like a scorpion. Everything about that part is really good. Because the kid puts on the stupidest face. You can imagine like the director going, now put on, you know, put on a goofy face. mischievous face. face. You're, you're kind of, yeah, your mischievous <laughs> face. Um, but also the line is just so good. You can be a little creep without being bad. It's uh, like the whole commercial is promoting like pranks and just being a bad kid for, it's you know, like, for this. And then just going, it, but it's not that bad. It's sing-song in like a ghost voice. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very... This isn't a Halloween necessarily item. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's played very Halloween-y. It's got like, like you know, kind of mist, almost mist. dry ice mist. It's got dry ice mist. It's got a guy going, like spooky. And... Um, a bunch of kids even the music like apart from the guy going spooky it's playing like you know harpsichord that whatever that instrument is theremin like, stuff yeah like weird typically halloween like monster mash <laughs> type of stuff it's it's what you typically associate with halloween um so i'm gonna take us through the wonderful history of thing maker aka creepy crawlers it's so crazy. Thing Maker, I'm going to call it Creepy Cobblers for, for the purposes of this, um, actually began in 1964. And instead of kind of that plasticky mold, it was a metal mold. So you can imagine a bunch of kids getting burnt. Um, they did a whole bunch of things with these. So you can make a bunch of different kinds of characters with the thing, with the Thing Maker, Creepy Crawler thing. So like they, Superman, Tarzan, you know, random things. Um, so that was released by Mattel and they had the, the, the thing that you're talking about is plastic goop. <laughs> That's what it's called. Um, so you put it in there and it takes a long time. In fact, in the seventies, the process was so slow. It took about an hour to make a creation, which would be such a terrible payoff. Like, That's Oh, they have it. It's such a low. What you can shove it in the oven for like 10 minutes or something. Yeah, well, I don't know if you can put it in that. Maybe you could, I don't know. Um, so people didn't really like it in the 70s. Um, they didn't really do much about it. Now, the commercial we just watched was the Toy Max revival, reinvention, whatever it is. In 1992, Toy Max came around and um, created a new version of Creepy Crawlers. So Creepy Crawlers, you know, because it requires like an easy bake oven, like heat and, and stuff like that, I think it needed to kind of be revamped a little bit. So it, you know, you know, back in like the 60s and stuff, you could just give some kid lawn darts. <laughs> Bam, right in the eye. Um, but yeah, so it had a bunch of kind of new safety perks. So that way you didn't like burn yourself when it came One out. One of the safety things that they didn't think too fast on was that I, I just said it was low wattage, but these things got hot. <laughs> because one time my cousin and I were playing with it, he bought it, and then um, we took it out of the thing. And you know how we have some impatient p 
people who want us to leave immediately from adult situations that they didn't want to be in. It's like, we want to play with our cousins, but they didn't want to talk to the adults. So as soon as they were out the car, like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> okay. So our parents were beeping the horn because they want to leave. And the Easy Bake Oven wasn't ready yet. So it's like, okay, ding. And he took it out. <laughs> I stupidly, I was like eight or something. I stupidly touched the metal to get the, the bugs out so I could leave and have some bugs to play with at home. It was so hot. My fingers, like, the edges of my fingers were... Ah, uh, God, that's so hard. I had to bring around it. It's like, hey, freaking put a warning there, or at least not let kids take it out until it's cool. I think they tried to do that, but at the same time, maybe he just pulled it out way too... Or, or did it against instructions, that kind of thing, to get them yeah. out quickly. Did you have... Did, you, did we keep those creepy crawlers that you made for a long time? I remember we used to have I a thing full of bugs. I don't think so. Hmm. I just remember they were like weird, floppy, gelish plastic, like half melted plastic. Like I do remember. Like, <laughs> I kind of wonder if they had like released some. I like, do remember the stuff with like Power Rangers and stuff like that. Yeah, so they they did a lot of licensing um, around that period. So like, you know, Looney Tunes, Power Rangers, uh, Toy Story, The Mask. Um, I just remember I held one by the head and kind of jiggled it around. That kind of floppiness, you remember? That? um so after toy max they kind of stopped removing stopped releasing them so i think it like probably this kind of phase lasted from like 92 to 2000 so almost the decade um but it kind of lost favor with people again um another company tried to take over and in you know mid 2000s i think they tried to make it into a thing um in 2010 like i think they put them into Toys R Us and stuff, but it never really took off like it did maybe in the heyday of the sixties or in the very beginning of the nineties when creepy crawlers really was kind of pushed and people definitely bought it. Um, and that song is super memorable. It's wormy and wormy. I still kind of half sing it. I don't know the full song though. I just remember the beginning and also everyone just knows the, the chorus. Um, so in 2016, Mattel kind of, looped back into you know oh yeah remember creepy crawlers even though i guess they didn't have like licensing rights to it anymore or whatever um they wanted to do 3d printed versions yes, of cool. toys and things that would have been really cool but um in 2019 they kind of updated on that and they were like yeah that that's not gonna what happen. was the deal with 3d printing it was supposed to be the future but i guess it cost too much um, i think 3d printing is still kind of in that space of the future i don't think it's counted out on like you know no, a, know proper gimmick, a proper gimmick a proper gimmick really pushed up it and was and i think it's still quite important but i just don't think we have it's still quite expensive to it do it was like 3d tv that was pushed. no that's what i was going to compare it to it is not like 3d tv we keep going through the stupid 3D craze. So like the 50s and the 80s, and then it came like last decade. And it was just the kind of thing like 3D TVs, who's going to spend money on this? Like this is clearly a fad because as we can see over the numerous decades, it was a fad. Um, I, just it was a fad. Um, I don't know. I think it just happens every now and then. I think we get like an advancement on 3D and then movies and stuff are like, wow, let's jam that into everything. So if you compare, say, the 50s to the 80s, yeah, that was a big advancement. If you compare it to the 2000, late 
2000s, early 2010s or something. There was also quite an advancement because of the films being produced and films being able to be produced with better quality 3D filming. I still um, like a, a 3D printer, Creepy Crawly, especially if you had a window yeah, and that would be, it like lasered in. It's like, oh, now I have a tarantula. I know somebody who had a 3D printer and they made like a tiny robot and stuff, like a cute little like, tiny thing. Um, but again, it's, I don't think it's in the position where it's like the wider public can, is going to consume and buy it. But I think there's probably yeah. space for it at some point in the upcoming future when it gets a bit cheaper, when there are more models to work with. But you, I would say you would have to be careful because then along with anything, life-saving heart transplants or whatever, we can also get creepy crawlers. All right, so um, let's. Okay, I think we're actually done with watching all of the things. Um, thanks for listening. Now, um, let's move on to the best part: the reviews. All right, so the way that this is works is three, two, one. We named our least favorite, uh, the middle one, and then the favorite of the three. So, and then we were going to do something else. Which would we buy? So we've added a new element, yeah. whole thing of the three, and you could only buy one. Which commercial convinced you to buy uh, whatever they've tried to sell you? So, of the three, which was your least favorite? And the parameters for both of those are pretty subjective it's incredibly subjective <laughs> okay the first one i mean the least i guess count chocula because it's just uh, the animation's nice but what do you get of it? it's just oh it's scary it tastes good and look at these shifty eyes ooh. it's hmm. just another cereal commercial that gimmicks to eat it and it's like great i'm gonna eat it I'm, i like it but whatever you make a valid point, and you've changed my mind. Um, I will also put that at the bottom, because you're right, it is just another cereal commercial. Um, it's a commercial that comes out in Halloween, and you don't see all that often, so that kind of adds to the novelty of it. And I do appreciate what we were talking about before of the don't look into the closet, or whatever it is. adding in those kind of like old school movie pieces into it. But um, But you're right, it's the kind of thing where I wouldn't necessarily think it's out of this world it's not done anything that intriguing it's a good yeah. commercial it's fun but it's it's not anything that's cemented itself into my brain which i think we probably have to have had seen that commercial because it was out during a time when we were very much consuming this kind of television <laughs> um okay so then what's your second favorite my second favorite would be creepy crawlers Ooh. i mean you get the cool song and everything it's not a cool song. But it, the, <laughs> the, the way it's made up, it, it's like skittish. It's like, ooh, look at that. I'm having fun squirting this weird plastic into something and the misty dry ice. And then the scared dad and the sisters and the kids being all mischievous. And then that creepy voice playing everywhere. It's a and bit yeah, how it explains to you. It's made up really well and it's like you'd want to buy it and you don't want to buy it and play with it, but uh, I, I don't, I, I don't, it wouldn't be my top. Yeah, and I feel the same way as you do. I feel almost, again, we can't really be objective, but in an objective enough sense, like 
um, this commercial kind of does everything. It kind of appeals to you as a kid if you're a boy because it's targeted at boys who want to do goofy things, who want to scare their sisters and stuff. But it also shows you how the the actual product, what it is, and how you actually uh-huh. put it together. Like, that's quite cool. Like, it's showing you everything right. about it, like from conception to execution. Here's how you make it. Here's what you can do with it. Boo. Cheesy acting of that one kid is like, oh, that's brilliant. Sideways and like, like that. Uh, that kid loved being in this girl. Yeah. That kid loved Bad. being in this I'm a little creep. Um, so cheesy. So I, I really like it. Like, I think it's a very good, I think it's a good commercial, but it's my yeah. second as well for, um, yeah, I think I wasn't the target necessarily. Also, I don't know why in my mind I felt you could eat Young them. boy. Um, yeah. I did like it. I did want creepy crawlers when I was a kid. It was fun, but I'm just watching it right now. I'm kind of like, not so like, whoa, but I do remember wanting creepy crawlers just because it's fun. Like it looks fun to make this stuff. Yeah. Um, which like means, the glue plastics. So, which means both, both of our top part? is the McDonald's the chicken nuggets. So, nuggets. why is that for you? For me, it's because of the personality. These things have personality. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. even if you didn't like know anything about them, you saw this clown guy. It's like, hey guys. No, I do love them. He knew he knew who they were, and they do have personality because. They're puppets. They're talking like, "Ooh, we're just playing in the lab." I love the McNuggets. The McNuggets are one of the little, greatest creations in puppetry. This innocent little girl looks in a colander or whatever, and then blasts her face with steam. Yeah, like all of these McNuggets are dressed up. But I, I agree with you. You're right, and I think you do have to kind of fit it into the context of the time as well, because the McNuggets were. Also- like, I know you said that you can still, even if you know nothing about him, you can still see there was kind of a character and there was a world behind this. And I agree with you on that. But I think also you do have to kind of consider the concept, context too, because when you were a kid watching this, they were, you know, you had your favorite cartoon shows, right? And you had your favorite TV shows, I don't know, Mr. Rogers or whatever. These are commercials. They're not going to establish that much of a relationship, but they do. Um like this little, these little nuggets, I would like to see them on my television because they were like the continuation of a very, very intermittent TV show of McNuggets. So like seeing them get kind of burnt and seeing them doing all their things like floating around and being with Ronald McDonald, I always thought was really cool. So I think floating that's kind of, Yeah. I also I, like the jerky puppet movement. And at the end, you got those cool buckets that glow in the book. <laughs> So, okay, so that's why this is my favorite. And now I am to reveal of the three, which one I would buy. And I think for me, it would be the McDonald's thing because those buckets are amazing. Like they glow in the dark and I can use them to store candy. (laughs) So that I think was a big kind of piece for me. Like of the three, if I had to choose one to buy something off of, it would be between McDonald's and Creepy Crawlers. But I think I would choose the McDonald's one just because... I love the buckets. I love that I'd be able to use them for kind of anything, but even as a kid, they glow in the dark and candy. What I would buy would probably be creepy crawlers because, I mean, I was going to eat McDonald's throughout the year anyway. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. 
and Count Chocula. It's seasonal, but it's another cereal. Yeah. Creepy Crawlies. It, it'd be like cool, like, oh, I'm some mad scientist in creating different multicolored rainbow colored monster things. Yeah. Then trying to play pranks, but probably get in trouble if I actually did. So I just probably. You couldn't play pranks and around with them. Head. Everyone would know they're not real bugs and be like, get this out of the, like, what is this? It didn't work with you guys, remember? It didn't. It didn't work. I had that roach. Yeah, it didn't work. I hated that roach. <laughs> this, like, plastic roach you got from the, the bubble vending machine thing. Oh, my God. God, I hate roaches. I put it yeah. underneath, I put it underneath uh, the, the sock drawer. And you guys opened it, like, ooh. And they, you, like that clearly told, you could clearly tell it was plastic, but you still got a wad of toilet paper and <laughs> picked it up. I think, I think we all have an aversion towards roaches, so it's not, it's not a fun it's one. biological or something. Evolutionary. It's not necessarily. Terrible. Like, okay, on this side of the world that I'm currently in, people are like terrified of spiders. Like, oh, I hate spiders. I hate spiders. I hate spiders. And I'm like, who cares about spiders? They're not that big of a deal. They're just kind of there. Especially the spiders that exist here. They're just kind of like little dinky things. Um, Australian spiders. Yeah, I'm not talking about Australian spiders, but like they're just little dinky things here. People are terrified of them. Meanwhile, it's like, put a roach in front of me and I'll freak out. And people aren't used to roaches in this side of the world. So it's just kind of like, what do you? Like what's the Especially fear here? It's like I don't care. Like I will sleep next to like three spiders. Put a roach next to me, and I will have a. I will cry. <laughs> oh man, I remember when I saw oh, the big roach. That's when I no. I realized they had heads under their. No, I don't like this. I and then it just like it just opened its wings and it, <laughs> and it flew. It's the worst. Oh, they just. Like oh God, I hate them. I genuinely hate them. Like, this is a, just like me putting on a little show or something like that feeling. Just me thinking of that roach that you're describing. Because I know that roach. <laughs> it just, uh, just, oh, God. That's why I will so always that's have why scaring her made me want to buy creepy crawlers. But she wasn't afraid of rainbow slugs, so it didn't work. It had to be a rubber roach that wasn't made by creepy crawlers. All right. Well, I think that was a very fun little uh, Halloween review. Um, I think we've wrapped up for the day. So with that, we want to thank you for listening. <clears throat> um, if you like us, subscribe on Apple, Google. Um, we're on Amazon Podcasts now too, Amazon Music Podcasts. So have a listen there. We're on CastBox and all the other places, generally speaking, where you can listen to, to a podcast. So make sure to subscribe to us there and tell your friends. Um, you can also find us on social media on Retro Ad Review on Facebook and Instagram. We're quite active on those. So just, you know, send us a message there. It's always fun. We listen. We write back and <laughs> suggest your favorite commercials to us on there as well. Um, so I think that's it. We will see you on our next video. I'll see video? you. Podcast. You know, we're not going to see you. We're just going to talk. We're going to we talk, talk at you and hope you respond in some way. Um, so with that, I think we can say bye and happy Halloween. See you tomorrow to talk. No, about I'm not. We're not doing that. No, I'm not. We're going to say it. It is a bad, it's a bad We're time. Not editing it out. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye.